The views and opinions expressed on the following program are those of the program host and guests and do not necessarily represent the views of Western Carolina University or radio station WWCU. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Nerdy. I am going to be talking about technology today, uh, where it is at and where those who are making it think it's going to go in the future. Um, if you have an Alexa device or a Google Home or even Siri and Bixby, which, by the way, is created by Samsung, is getting into the mix of these smart home devices, some of them actually may invade privacy and have gotten in trouble with invasion of privacy. What does this mean? Well, Alexa has gone on the record stating that police agencies can listen to you without getting a warrant. They just give them rights and access immediately, just hands down. So that's personally why I choose not to have an Alexa or an Amazon smart device because, you know, if that's great. If, you know, someone gets a warrant, fine, let them listen in, whatever. But just handing the keys over for no for the, no reason besides well it's just easier this way i just i'm personally not willing to give up my privacy for that and google has also done this here in america i think we've overall made the decision we want convenience even if it means not having privacy in whatever form that takes place you know like they have the alexas now the uh, smart screens that have cameras in them. And, and Amazon's gone on the record, yeah, you know, the police can, can view your view through your camera as well. You know, like, so you better not be changing clothes in front of these things because people literally may be watching you. So, but that's currently where we are with tech, just communicating vocally with, hey, Hey, can you turn off my lights? Hey, can you start my boiling some water in the kitchen? Hey, can you do this, do that, do this? Can you open, unlock the front door? Who's at the front door? Type deals. And so it's all being controlled by voice. Well, for now, there's something called the Neuralink, uh, which is uh, currently in, being tested for uh, commercial release. And it is an, a 5-millimeter... Uh, transmitter with like 10,000 um, what would you call those things little uh, connectors that basically would go into your brain and well the connectors would then that would be connected by robot but the transmitter itself would be healed in the skull and this would allow you to control any device by thought they have proven that it works in rats and in chimps, and it's currently in testing in humans. And it's going to be in for general public, the Generation 1 Neuralink, by 2022 is the current estimations. Generation 2, this is where I think things get a little crazy. By 2025, they're hoping to have Generation 2 Neuralink out. What this is going to do is not only allow you to control things like you normally would with your voice through smart devices, but be able to download things as well. And they have proven this concept in rats already by taking 
they've trained a rat in California to go through this maze to find the cheese. And this rat has Neuralake 2.0 in its uh, brain. And it's, it's a little weird because instead of being wireless connection, there's actually like a USB Type-C port coming out of its head, forehead. It's, uh, you know, the ethics of that is something that's for you to decide if you're okay with. But so what they've been able to do is upload his memories and then download it to another rat across the country. And then the new rat was immediately able to go through the exact same maze by memory. That, to me, is... I mean, every memories is made up, made up by what your synapses, you know, if it's uh, positively or negatively charged and shooting in different directions. But being able to replicate it to the point of transmitting images and thoughts and ideas and sounds from one person to another that crosses a barrier that's that has never been seen before in humankind or any kind you know realistically so like what is it going to look like to have a conversation 10 years from now whenever Neuralink becomes the norm because they're uh, stating that Neuralink will cost the same will be the same price as LASIK eye surgery so 600 bucks, it's an outpatient procedure, boom, boom, and all of a sudden you are connected to the world and you can upload and download from your brain. Um, this is, to me, the you know, it's going to look just as different then as it does now in comparison to, let's say, like 1999, you know, there was no smart devices. People weren't walking around with smartphones. So basically we're removing the need for a glass screen in front of our faces and we're literally projecting it right into our brain. That's the, the next step that uh, technology is banking on because, well, they figured it out how to make it work. Is it a step that should be taken? Uh, I do well, yes. And the reason why I think so is the exact same reason why it's being invented to begin with. We need to be able to keep up with AI so that we can work alongside of AI. Uh, as of right now, artificial intelligence is at its, you know, primitive states. It's an adolescence trying to learn how to walk on its own. But once it learns how to walk, run, and catch and throw, then it can go off and do whatever it needs to be needs to do without any human interaction and so what we need to do is stay up to date with it so in order to stay up to date with ai we need to be able to interact with it way quicker than we can with hands and with mouth so you know mental communication is the inevitable step and if you want to stay on top and to be competitive in a world where AI can do everything. So this has been Justice with Let's Talk Nerdy. Let's talk about tech.